This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Dave, Brian, I want to transition over now a little bit from the training camp prognostications to sort of full season predictions. Uh, so Brian and Dave, I'm going to ask you guys a question about a projected outcome for the 2020 season. And you just give me a straight yes or no, and then you can flesh it out a little bit. Uh, so the first one I got for you here is on CD lamb. A lot of discussion about him. Will CD lamb be viewed as a consensus top 10 receiver after the season? David Hellman. I hate this. Um, I think I think the answer is probably no. Is that because of CD or is that because of just the depth at the position around the league? That is because this is such an – it's just unreal how many good receivers there are in football. And, like, the reason I hate it is, like, again, I'm I'm trying to be honest and offer my assessment. Like, I I don't hate CD Lamb. I think he's a very good player. I think he's going to have a very good season. But I actually – you know, Bobby, you were kind enough to send me the rundown. So I've been thinking about this question for a few hours – and I'm just I'm I'm just gonna read off some names. These are guys that I think are definitively better than C.D. Lamb right now. Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup, Devonte Adams, Tyree Kill, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, D.J. Moore, Terry McLaurin, Chris Godwin, Debo Samuel, Amari Cooper, and then these two I think are debatable. Uh, Brandon Cooks and Mike Williams. I think you could at least make the case. And then that doesn't even include two of the best receivers in the league who have not been available recently, DeAndre Hopkins and Mike Thomas. We don't really know where they are at this point in their career. We haven't seen them really at their best in a while. That's 17 guys. That's, 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 I honestly, just off the names you listed, I was with you for most of it. I would say he and McLaurin are pretty even. I, I, McLaurin's I, done it with worse quarterback. He has, he has. I, I think, I think he's better than DJ Moore and Chris Godwin, just personally. But that's just me. Okay. That's that's just me. either okay. Even even if you quibble about a few of them, you're that's still fair. talking yes. about CD being somewhere between like 13 and 18. Yeah, I think. On how I, you feel I think it. present day he's probably around 15, and if he he steps up this year, I think he could be on the edge of the top 10, but not quite in it. There's just a lot right. of really good players there, Brian. If he's top 10, it's because Kellen Moore figured out how to use him. That's the thing I worry about the most. I think that I think the thing that holds CeeDee Lamb back is how he's used. And my hope is that some of the, the flashes that we've seen in OTAs and minicamps of him getting moved around, him being put in different spots, every one of those receivers you named, they have that ability to play all over. Kellen Moore has to figure out how to get him involved 
like all those other top receivers that David Hellman just named. I I I worry about I don't worry about CeeDee Lamb. I worry about Kellen Moore. That's my that's the thing I think it's holding him back from being a top ten wide receiver. Bobby, you noticed that he didn't answer the question. I right? know you didn't give me the yes. You said if yes or no, Brian. No, he's not. Okay, he's all right, not. there we go. Because again, I yeah. don't. You know, I'm going to tell you that if he is a top ten receiver, and I'm not Ryan the fits on. I, <laughs> I agree with everything Dave said. The problem, the the thing is, I think that his, I think his OC holds him back. That's that's just me. I I, I don't. I think I, he, I think he could be in there with all those names that Dave gave us, but. I think the OC holds it back, so I'm going to say no. I, I, I don't think you're totally wrong about that. I also just – I like doing a segment where I, I emphasize no fence riding because, Dave, I'm sure you worked with Brian as long as you did. There's nothing more he likes – Brian likes to hit on than, ah, don't ride the fence, you coward. Oh. So I like I like to just turn no. it around on Brian. Brian yeah, you got yeah, to turn it you around, turn on, around on Brian so because then, then he likes to well, – he, no, that's, those he are gets good passionate. But <laughs> to me, I, I – I, the Kellen Moore factor is big 100%. in a lot of things this year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next question, also along the offense, and, and somebody we talked about a little bit that last segment. Uh, Brian, will Tyler Smith fix enough of his technical flaws that he clearly had coming out of Tulsa? Will he fix enough of those before the season starts to stabilize the Cowboys' offensive line? Yes, he will. The, the, the kid is extremely bright. We talked about working with Duke. Uh, Duke, will, Duke knows... Where you know where he's a, he has his shortcomings. When the hands get wide, that's when he gets holding. He gets off balance. They're going to work with his feet. They're going to work with when you get your feet right, you get your hands right. The base becomes better. He's got power. There's no questions about that. It's not about hands being on the outside and being out of balance. It's about being in balance and hands inside. I think that I think Duke will help him with that. I think the kid wants to learn. I think he wants to get better. Can he get sloppy sometimes with his technique? Yeah, I saw some spin stuff that got him. But overall, yes, I think he'll improve his technique as this as this training camp goes along. David? Okay, I'm going to say no, but I want to clarify. Oh. It's not It's not an anti-Tyler Smith sentiment. I'm actually – like I said, like maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit too much, but like I feel – pretty sold on Tyler Smith like I think he he had he he really seems to have that desire to to do this and to be great at this he's he's a bright guy Bobby you and I spent a lot of time with him in the spring he might be the brightest and just like most with it rookie that I've ever been around or at least since Zach and Travis probably not to put him in that company as a player I'm just saying like you know as as somebody ready for the spotlight yeah yeah sure um Anyway, so like I'm I'm good on Tyler Smith. I think he's going to be fine. But there's so much we don't know about this offensive line. Like they don't have a swing tackle. If Tyron gets hurt, are they going to kick Tyler outside? Is one of these other young guys up to the task? How is it going to work with Tyler Biotish? Like we're going to find out. Let's just assume let's assume Tyler Smith is good. Then we're really going to find out how good Tyler Biotish is cuz we know Zach Martin's good. So is center still going to be a problem if both of the guards are playing well? Is is Terrence Steele as good as he looked at times last year? So I just think, honestly, I just I think there's a lot of, of unknowns about the offensive line, and I just don't know if Tyler Smith is enough to fix it all by himself. I think he's the least of the problems. How about that? Ooh, that, that's right. strong. Yeah. I, think, I think the right tackle is a bigger problem, and that's why if me personally – 
I would play him at right tackle and compete. And that way, if something happens to Tyron Smith, he's played tackle, kick him on over. I know it's different with the eyes, the feet, the hands. I know it's different. But I, I, I think that Tyler Smith is going to be the least of your problems. I love the way Brian is always like, Brian's two topics ahead of everybody else. Like, we're sitting here like, we're like, can Tyler Smith handle left guard? And Brian's like, we got to play this guy on the right side. Like, <laughs> screw this. Like, he's 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 two moves ahead of wait, the rest wait, which, of the board. Which is, which is very much ahead of, of the Cowboys. And Brian knows this because we've talked about this here on the show. Dave, what's the when we tried to nail them down on a position for Tyler Smith the first week, what was the line they gave us? Left, left side, side player. They didn't say a position. They just said the left side. So, so right tackle would be a change in their rhetoric, but also not something I'd be totally surprised with. I just think he's going to win the left guard gig, and that's where we're heading on that. Uh, next question, Dave, will the Cowboys defense regress in 2022? Yes, and again, like it's really – that's not because I think they're bad, but it's almost a certainty that they'll regress from a turnover standpoint. Like every team over the last decade that's led the league in turnovers regressed a little bit, yeah. at least if not a lot, it's just, it's hard to get those bounces and make those plays. Um, so like, I, I don't think statistically they will be a whole lot worse, but I think they'll regress just because they're not going to get 30 plus takeaways. I, I view turnovers and I've made this comparison before here on the podcast. Have you turned over similarly to like major league baseball bullpens where it's like, you can bring back everybody from the year before and they may be terrible, even though they were dominant the year before. And so it is very unpredictable as uh Matthew Barry, formerly of ESPN always used to use the line. It's an oblong shaped football. It bounces funny. Weird things happen. It's tough to predict. Brian regression for the defense. Yes or no? No, I think they're going to be better coached. And I think Ooh. you're going to see some of these second year guys, uh, elevate their game. I, I I love I love watching Dan Quinn, AD, Joe Witt, uh, George Edwards. I think the I think the defensive coaches they know their players. They know everybody's kind of familiar with what Dan wants to do. I think Dan's always going to have a plan. I'm putting a lot on him, but I'm putting on some I'm putting on some development with with the guys like Oso Digizua. I'm putting on some develop development with Jabril Cox. I think Leighton Vanderesh was kind of found a little bit of the fountain of youth last year and getting back in there and seeing what he was doing. Some of the games he had double-digit tackles. He looked like Leighton Vanderesh of old. I don't think it's everything on him. I think they're going to find creative ways to use Michael Parsons again. Sacks at linebacker, sacks at defensive end. Watch this team maybe go out and get an Anthony Barr or something like that happen. I, I think I don't. the turnovers might not be there – but I think pressures, scoring defense, and third down defense is going to be better. Next question for you here. Will Dak Prescott play like the guy we saw in the first half of 2021? And I'm going to, of course, come down on, on the belief that, yes, he will, because I think a lot of what happened last year was three big injuries for him in a short amount of time and the mental ramifications of that. I think he's healthy. I think he's going to be in a better headspace. But, Brian, will Dak Prescott play like the guy we saw in the first half of 2021? Comes down to Kellen Moore again, I think. You know, to me, Dak is going to be physically ready. We've already seen the videos and stuff. I never worry about Dak being in shape. I do worry about the mental side of Dak. I do worry about when we when we heard these ESPN, when ESPN did the stories about the breakdown of the various uh, scouts, general managers, guys watching the tape, the second evaluator, if you read the column, was talking about things with Dak and about the little bit of that 
extra little hitch and things like yeah. that. That little extra little bit of hitch is not being totally sure about where you're going to throw the football. So to me, not worried one bit about the physical side. I think he's going to run the ball more when he has to scramble. I think he's going to do that more. I think he's going to play more free. Is the mental side of the game going to be there for him, though? Is he going to see everything he needs to see? Or are we going to see those interceptions like he had in the Washington Commander game late in that game where he threw the ball right to the linebacker? That's the kind of stuff you can't have for Dak Prescott. So I'm going to say I'm going to say he is going to be better because I think the mental side of it will be better. There we go. David Hellman? Um. I have misgivings. I, I, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes just because, I mean, yeah, Bobby, I've been right there with you beating the drum that, you know, I thought Dak was worth the deal. I think Dak is one of the, you know, six to ten best quarterbacks in the league depending on the day. Uh, so I trust that he's going to figure it out, but I do have misgivings uh, because they kind of torpedoed his supporting cast a little bit, in my opinion. I mean – the, the receiver core, it might be a harsh to say it looks like a mess, but it certainly doesn't look like the formidable group it has been, especially while they wait on Michael Gallup to come back. The offensive line can't, can't say for certain that it's fixed, um, and we saw what a problem it was down the second half of last season. So I just think they are putting a boatload on his plate, basically saying like, hey, uh, you know, make make – make a what's the expression make something out of this crap make <laughs> yeah make, make lemonade make out of lemons. Salad out yeah. Of, yeah. yeah make tuna salad out of these scraps whatever but i thought he was worth the deal and if he's worth the deal then he should be able to do it so that's what i am expecting from him i think i think that's a pretty fair assessment on that front um last question here for you guys about 30 seconds from each of you on this dave starting with you and of course it's the big one heading into this camp is 2022 mike mccarthy's final season as head coach of the dallas cowboys Am I going first? Yes, you are. I I think I think this is it. If you're if you're forcing me to answer that question, and I of am. course, of course, I mean I I joked about this in the column I wrote for Fox a couple weeks ago. Like every time I think I'm absolutely certain about what this team is, they make me look like an idiot. Um, mm -hmm. so maybe maybe I'm wrong, but like again, like I don't I don't think this roster is better than it was last year. I think the NFC. It looked like the NFC was going to be weak for a little bit there when Rodgers was flirting with retirement and Brady retired and maybe Aaron Donald was going to walk away. But guess what? All those guys are back. So there's like there's like three or four teams in the conference that are definitively better than the Cowboys, in my opinion. Um, and then, you know, and, and, and there's already this weird spotlight, you know, like Jerry sort of dangled his job out there. Yeah. And again, I thought about this again. I really appreciate you getting me the rundown, Bobby. So I <laughs> would have time to think about this because what what saved Jason Garrett's bacon for so many years? It was the fact that Jerry handpicked him and thought that he was developing his Tom Landry. Well, and he was and family, basically. Yeah, and, and he didn't want to pull the plug on that. He was like, I'm going to give you some leash. I don't want to regret it when you turn into a better coach down the line. That's not where Mike McCarthy is in his career. This is supposed to be a plug and play. This is like, you've already done this for 15 years. You've already won a Super Bowl. You're supposed to be on the short list of guys that are definitively better than Jason Garrett. That's why I let them talk me into firing him. So I think Mike McCarthy is not working with the same amount of grace that Jason Garrett got. 
And yeah, I after after how pissed off Jerry Jones was when last season ended and the way that it ended, anything less than the divisional round, in my opinion, probably ends this thing. And and I I can't sit here in July and say that I think they're good enough to get to the divisional round. So in on July, whatever it is, on July twentieth, I think this will be Mike McCarthy's last season. Ryan. Uh, I'm going to go on record in saying I think it's going to be a struggle to win the division. So I think that Philadelphia is roster-wise is probably a better team. They don't have the better quarterback, but I think roster-wise they're better than you. I think I think the Giants are going to improve. I think the Commanders are going to improve. I think the division is going to be a lot tougher. So now you got to have those swing games that you got to find a way to win. The NFC. North is who you're playing against, the Packers, the Vikings. I mean, you should be able to handle those uh, those teams. I think, you know, even you gotta, you're going to have to win a couple of games you didn't think you were going to win along the way. Uh, but I do feel like, though, as long as Sean Payton is out there, Mike McCarthy could have another 10 or 11 win season and still catch heat because of what Dave's talking about, not winning in the playoffs. As long as as Sean Payton is out there, I think there's always that possibility that this is Mike McCarthy's last season. That's Brian Broaddus, joined today by David Hellman from Fox Sports. I'm Bobby Belt. This is the Love of the Star. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast and can be found on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.